Twin Event Fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, 865-255-03. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center Studios. Let's check out the text box. Brandon B says, we need a playmaker at punt returner. I'm sure Flowers and Theo can catch the punt safely, but would like to have that threat that could flip the field for us. Yeah, I mean, we got to see what, we'll see what kind of moves they have. I mean, I guess we didn't see enough to feel, to feel confident, um, Brandon, but you know, let's, 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 let's see what they can do this week. Let's see what they can do this week. I'm going to judge these guys a little bit more. Um, now it's not the first game of, of the season. But I got the game pulled up right now just trying to find some things here and there um, that are maybe important to, to mention that we did not mention this week in relation to this game on Saturday. But uh, I know what you're saying, Brandon B. I mean, I want that that Cam Sutton threat. Like I want to have guys back there that – Punters don't want to kick to. I remember when Derek Dooley was a the coach, there was a time when they didn't line up anybody. Back there, they just let the ball roll. <laughs> they let the ball roll. And the first priority is, is catching it. Brandon, you're absolutely right. It's catching it. That is the number one priority. But, man, you got a chance to flip the field. You got a chance to, to eat up some yards, create some great field position opportunities put up some points, and not even have to trot your offense out there. So, yeah, that's that's what we want, for sure. That's what we want. Um, Vol P58 says, do you think the quarterback for, for Pitt will do well with actual pressure? Looking at the Pitt game, UMass mainly rushed three linemen that gave him all day to throw. My prediction is that our line gets four sacks this week. What do y'all think? I don't know a quarterback in the history of football. That's what I was thinking. Look at Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I don't know a quarterback in the history of football now, that necessarily does well with pressure coming from right in his face. Yes. Like, it's one thing to have your, your front four that you, you take the blitzers from the safety position, the linebacker position. When you're talking about a, a smart quarterback like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, yes, we can slide protections. They can they – can, Hit their their hot routes really fast, but when you got pressure from up front, and there's not anybody blitzing, and you can drop seven, and you can rush with four, I don't know a quarterback in NFL history that will handle that well for four quarters. I just I just don't. So that's why I think this defensive line for Tennessee is so important um, because this quarterback Pickett is experienced, and when you start trying to bring guys from the sky, he's going to see it, he's going to be able to identify it, and he's going to have a plan. And he, not only that, he can evade pressure as well. He can. He can move a little so bit. So, he, he's, look, he's going to be a problem for Tennessee. I mean, you, you hear about the entire defense rallying towards the football. Tennessee's defense is, is going to have to do that this week to, to contain Kenny Pickett and, and his legs. Not a guy that's gonna make a, a bunch of guys miss with a juke move or a spin move or, you know, anything like that. He's not gonna go Zach Wilson or even Baker Mayfield or anybody like that. But but he can he can he can evade pressure. So uh, containing the edge and and kind of trying to keep him in that pocket is gonna be key for Tennessee. 
Very important. Let's get to the phones. Let's get to Neil and Mafia. Neil and Mafia, man, you owe me some popcorn. I owe you popcorn. How do I owe you popcorn? Yeah, man, I said you can have a little bit. Like, I gave you the box of popcorn. I said, hey, man, try this popcorn. It's really good. You took the whole box, man. The popcorn was good. All right. I I can see I'm going to have to address this. Benjamin. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm so happy I met you. I'm so happy I met you, man. I'm just so happy, dude. (laughs) I'm so happy to see you, man. Golly, you made my my day Thursday, my friend. I just want to let you know that. Man, it it made mine, too. Ben, let let me address this and and address this great popcorn caper. Yeah, address it. Uh, um, I, I, Swain, I, I would not, I would not call up and and, and lie, lie to y'all on your own show. Ben, uh, I was drunk. Okay, no, I, I was lit. You know, I, there, there are different stages, and and it had been a while since I had been in Maryland, and 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 different things happened during the night. And anyway, I just, yeah, I, I wasn't, you know. So I'm walking down to my hotel, and I look. And I see somebody's carrying a box of popcorn. <clears throat> and you know how it is when you've been drinking. You know, salty foods just kind of call to you. So I'm like, hey, give me your box of popcorn. So this guy turns around ready to fight. And he sees it's me. And he's like, oh, here you go. That's and he hands me the popcorn. So I'm sitting there eating the popcorn. And I'm like, oh, man, you're swaying event. That's and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have my popcorn back? I said, nope. So I sat there and I ate his popcorn and we talked for a little while and then I said, thanks for the popcorn and walked on off. That's what happened? No, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but here is what happened. Ben, don't act like, don't let him tell you like 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 I ate a whole box of popcorn. When he handed it to me to try, it was like a quarter full. Half, and I'm like, half. Ah, I'm now. surprised there was any left. Half. I don't know about half. I don't know about half. I think you may be exaggerating my consumption. So I'm sitting there, and I start eating the popcorn. And, man, I fell into talking to Swain, and it was like we had known each other our whole lives. Mm -hmm. We started talking and just sat there back and forth, and it was like, oh, man, this is cool, man. It's great to meet you, blah, 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 blah. And we kept talking, and, and here's the absolute truth to the story. I was like, okay, I need to pass out soon. I'm going to walk on back to my room. And I was like, man, have a good day. And he was like, man, see you later. And I took off walking, and I guarantee you, neither one of us thought about it until we were both about a block away. Because I thought about it, and I'm like, oh, man, I got his popcorn. <laughs> and I bet when Swain was about a block away, he was like, man, I missed my pop." Yep, yep. When you walked off, <laughs> I looked at that- you with my box. I was like, man, dude, got my box. It's all good, though. <laughs> it's all good, but, but, man. But, Man, I tell you what, next time I see you, man, it was so good to see you. I will buy you two boxes, two full boxes. I won't do you like you did me and give me a quarter of a box. Half. I will give you two full boxes. I don't know, man. That popcorn came straight from, from up top, man, in the box. So that, man, that popcorn was lit. Man, that popcorn, that's lucky. It came straight from the wow. movie theaters. Yeah, that was that movie theater oh, popcorn. It's the same popcorn it was. they give out everywhere. No, it's not. No, yes, it is. no. It ain't the same popcorn they give out everywhere, man. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, his popcorn didn't have no business being this good. Exactly. That's how all the popcorn, it's the same way at Thompson Bowling. It's the same way uh-huh. at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Man, I've been to all these places. It's popcorn you, baby. That popcorn special. I, 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 I've been to all these places. What Swain had 
was the gold standard. It was. Well, that's some of the that's, See, when you're Hollywood, you get the good popcorn. Here y'all go. Fair enough. That makes <laughs> now, now, now that makes sense. Here y'all go. Oh man, but no, I I just wanted to call Swain today, man. I mean, how random was that? It was so you know, random. It was so like random. ninety thousand people still walking around, and I'm like, Swain, yep. and he turns around, and he's like, "That's me." Yep. And I'm like, uh, "You're not gonna believe who I am." And he's like, "Man, I'd recognize that voice anywhere." And we just started talking. That's crazy because we like we didn't leave right after the game. You know, we kind of hung out a little bit, uh, and then you know we walked. On the backside, like with the engineering instructions going on, because we was, you know, we was in the East Club. Mm-hmm. So we walked uh, around the backside, bottom of the hill, towards Seventeenth Street Garage in the police station. And you was walking down, um, um, I think that's Com- called, I think that's Cumberland still, right? And we just so happened just to run to each other at that intersection, uh, at the crosswalk, and the police officers were right there, um, you know, managing the crosswalk. And I was like. Neil Mafia, you gotta be kidding me! Of all the places to bump into Neil Mafia, of all the places, yeah, like, it's not like we coordinated it or DM'd each other. Like I haven't talked to you since the last time you called in. It was just that was just so cool and unique, man. Just just randomly stumbled across you, and yep. uh, anyway, man, it, it, it was really good to see you. And and I do want to call and and on your show say, I, had I been not quite so intoxicated, I probably wouldn't have just randomly strolled off with a man's popcorn. That's not usually the way I operate. And I swear, man, I will get you two boxes of the good stuff. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. Hey, thank you, Neil Mafia, man. Much love, man. I met Neil Mafia, the legend. Let's get to uh, Volstorm. Volstorm, good morning. At least Neil Mafia could have had the decency to say that he was high and he had the monkey. (laughs) Man, he was telling the truth. Well, Volstorm is saying is that you are not telling the truth. I am telling the truth. It was half. You, you, you and David Mafia comparing how much popcorn said that? Kind of like a, a man and a woman comparing measurements. Listen, listen. <laughs> Where awful. I met him wasn't that far from the stadium. I was walking. Ain't no way I'm going to eat that much popcorn while walking. No, Volstorm, where, where both of them were lying is acting like because it came from the press box, his popcorn was was – was special. It's the same popcorn Magical. they have at every venue on campus, at e- every concession stand. It's the same popcorn. It's right. all delicious. Yes, this is you, one of it's one of the best things Tennessee does. Is make popcorn. Yes, and, and trust me, even my daughter says UT popcorn is the best popcorn there is. No debate. Maybe it's the same popcorn, but it was good though. And then the mafia took half of it. <laughs> he, got, he had the munchies. He he took some extra for his lot lizard. Hey man, he deserves, he deserves it for he got, those great. He phone got calls. feed that lot lizard back at the hotel. <laughs> they get hangry. Swain, you can no longer call Chris Lowe Hollywood anymore. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yeah, Peyton Manning on his show. He's on is Chris Lowe featured on uh, Anything Is Possible with Howler and Hill? Ugh, you saw that, huh? 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 What? Huh? What? I get static. Your phone breaking up. We can't hear you. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> huh? <laughs> that, I, I do have to admit, that was a good segment. I watched the whole thing, and I even learned what? a couple things about you from it. So You learned some things? Yeah, I did. 
Yeah, we shot man. I, we shot that months and months ago. I forgot when it was. It was months ago for sure. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was cool, man. I didn't. I didn't realize how big of a setup that was. How big a deal it was until um, till now. I said, "Wow, that, that was a pretty big deal." So, yeah, it's, thank it's, you, man. Yeah, Howler Hill. It's is a pretty big deal. Howler's been doing it for uh, for a long time, and he uh, he only brings people on there that uh, that really need to be featured. So you are big time. I guess. Yeah, Jennifer Morris reminded me of that. She was like, "Do you realize like how big a deal that is?" I was like, "No, I just." I, <laughs> Volstorp, your last couple of calls have been a little too soft for my liking. I didn't ask for your opinion. <laughs> there you go. Damn, now that's hey, the hey, Volstorp hey, I hey. like. Don't make me. Hey, don't make me get my your neighbors on you. <laughs> uh, Snitches, guys. Are we gonna have any damn players for the game? Yes. I mean, are, are are we gonna have to wait for the NCAA to to allow us to uh, have players? I heard uh, JG was considering transferring back. Don't. Well, you gotta take that up with Dr. Ball. Bag up, bag up, bag up, tear. What he referred tear? Don't. I, I'm still waiting for him to appear out of the Raptors like Sting. <laughs> uh, Eric Gray gonna have another week of only oh, six God. touches, and he's gonna try to come back. <laughs> he he gonna transfer back faster than that guy from LSU. <laughs> oh. Henry Grass. T ain't coming back, that's for sure. Grass is greener though. No, but seriously, we haven't heard anything on either uh, Byron or on Zion. Uh, no, no update. Nothing, nada. When when they go let us know Saturday morning. Well, it ain't about you. They ain't going to let you know. I didn't ask. I didn't ask you, Swain. No, I'm you talking want, to Ben. He's a reporter. But you want to know. Fake reporter. You want to know, but Tennessee ain't going to let reporters know because then you'll be letting Pittsburgh know. So Tennessee wants Pittsburgh to 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 know that everyone's available or think everyone's available, even though, you know, the Bauer Young stuff, they pretty much know, like, all right, as of right now, he's not. But. Yeah, they you know they prefer it to be kind of a game time game time decision. They don't want to give Pittsburgh any help. Volstorm, hope that answer is okay with you. Well, well, they need to the the NCAA does need to let Tennessee pull a Florida and just uh, if these guys sit out a game, make sure it's uh, next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, play this week, sit out next week. Can can we sit them out versus Tennessee Tech, please? <laughs> That's the way it needs. We're to be gonna playing. have it set out against the. Uh, South Alabama, the, the, the Tennessee <laughs> Tech fighting Derrick Rogers. Yeah, we let you, we let you pick which game you want to sit out of. You got to sit out too. You pick which one. That's that's what should have been the ruling. Oh God, guys! Before I go, um, Dog the Bounty Hunter claiming that he can do that is about like uh, Ben claiming he looks like Steph Curry. <laughs> See you, boys. Boom. I never claimed that I look like Steph Curry. Boom. I said people think I look like Steph Curry. There's a difference. Boom. And no, John Kay, Tyon is not dealing with eligibility issues. Boom. In, in case anybody uh, heard that the wrong way, Tyon is, is not dealing with eligibility issues. Uh, ATL VFL says Romel and Callaway playing? 
Uh, yeah, last time I checked, they are. Let's go back to the phones, and let's get to Jay. Jay, what is up? Wayne, are we sure Nayla Mafia ain't uh, Andy's daddy? Nayla Mafia is not. There's no way. You are not the father. I have never heard two people sound so similar in my life. <laughs> they live on opposite sides of the state, which, I mean, technically don't mean anything. But no, 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 no. Well, Swain and Ben, I need to know, is Andy a good rapper or not? No. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I, I didn't think you'd come out and say that, Swain. Huh? I didn't think you'd come out and say that. Why would I not? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. He, you got to remember, he's not a good, good person. Not, not a good person. Who's not a good person? You. Okay. Or Andy, man, he's just trying to make it, make it in this, in the rap game, and Swain's just bringing him down. Look, I, I know one thing. Don't ask me a question if you don't want the, the, the truth. That goes to both of y'all. I, I know one <laughs> thing. If y'all don't quit sending me pictures of that dude to my DMs on game days, because y'all see him in person, I'm block. I'm starting to block folks. I, did you see the one where he had his uh, do rag on with the hat over it? Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't see that one. I've seen him do it before. I don't know why I'm acting surprised. I think it was with uh, he was taking a picture. I, it may have been he was taking a picture with Travis Stevens, but this past weekend somebody sent me a picture of him with a do rag on with his with his uh, uh, with his with his flat bill over it. No comment. <laughs> I, I didn't know Andy was trying to get some waves. I didn't, you know, so I guess he's just trying to get some waves or something. That's, I don't know. that's the sole purpose of a do rag. <laughs> if you're wearing do rag for any other purpose, you are just wearing it for looks. He, exactly. <laughs> he, he, he's got those Dog the Bounty Hunter vibes going on. Man. Hmm. Hey, guys, uh, I'm going to ask you all a question about uh, I heard I heard this one guy, one reporter talking about Joe Milton. Okay. And basically, he, he don't have much faith in old Joe, but. Uh, okay. But his 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 thing was Joe uh, basically came in with the reputation, can't make good decisions, doesn't have good accuracy, and this ain't going to really change in one week because he basically showed the same thing against Bowling Green. Couldn't make good decisions, didn't show good accuracy. Why would you expect it to change? in a week's time against much better competition. And I thought that was at least noteworthy to think about. I mean, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a fair critique, it's a fair um criticism. Um Joe has to he has to prove that he can. Uh, that doesn't mean that he can't just because that reporter said that, but you know, Joe, Well, I guess what I'm asking Swain is how the the problems that he has or that that are surround the narrative that he has. How fixable are they? Or how they are fixable. quickly fixable are they? They are quickly fixable. They are. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, but that's up. That's you know that's Joe. Now, how does he handle coaching? You know, how does he handle being corrected? Is he coachable? Is he teachable? It, you know, can he get to the film room? Can he can he tra- you know take what he saw in the film room and then immediately go and fix that on the practice field? You know, coaches can say that he's doing it. His teammates can say that he's doing it. But the proof is going to be in the pudding on Saturday. So, um, I look at Joe's time at Michigan. I take it with a grain of salt um, because 
of what Harbaugh has done. I don't totally discount it, but I don't totally use it as gospel either. I look mm-hmm. at what he's going to do here. Now, if he's having the same problems here that he's had at Michigan and he's doing it here consistently, then that's 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 who he is. But you have a different coach coaching him in a different environment, different circumstances. He he may be different. Uh, or he may not. I don't know. But I'm not going to jump to that conclusion after one game. No, I, I don't want to do that either. Um, I when I when I honestly when I start hearing this stuff, you know what I think? Of? I think of Ben Simmons, uber talented. You know, guy's got crazy potential, but Ben Simmons' jump shot—he just don't have the touch. I don't know what it is. That kid does not. That guy just cannot shoot a jump shot. It makes he no just does sense. not have that touch, and I don't know if he'll ever get it. It ain't that hard. I don't know that Milton's that bad, but point taken. I mean, I mean, I don't think, uh, you know, Ben Simmons is a is a terrible basketball player, but he just can't. I mean, I get what you're saying, it's, but it's, you know, it's in between the ears, man. Like, I mean, not, people it, think Ben Simmons is shooting with the wrong hand. <laughs> That's hmm. how bad he is at, well, at well, shooting ben, the basketball. I understand what Jay's hey, trying to say. No, I get it, because I get it. Ben Simmons shot horribly worse in the playoffs. It was in between his ears mm-hmm. to the point where, mm-hmm. like, he didn't even want the ball in his hands. Because he was afraid to be in foul. That's that's all mental. Physically, he's a you know freaking six nine point guard, mm-hmm. but he just shooting is about confidence and technique and repetition. And so like he's missing that confidence. Obviously, his shot looks funky because you don't know what hand he's shooting with. But he has to fix that. If if Lonzo Ball can fix his shot, Ben Simmons can fix his shot. So I, I get what you're trying to say because like it ain't physical with Milton. It's you know nah. it's all between the ears because he has the physical tools. Well, you know, and with guys like Milton Swain, some most like think of Brett Favre. They they when they with guys that have an arm like Milton, you almost have to rein them in. Not it's almost like Milton. Hey, you need to let it loose. You need to have confidence, make your read, and let the ball go. Whereas with guys that usually have his arm, they almost kind of get you in trouble because they think they can make any throw on the field. Yeah, because yeah, because guys that don't have the strong arm, they they know that they have to be great in the other areas, like the mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 pre snap reads, the post snap reads, all the you know other you know small details. And sometimes when you have the physical tools, you you feel like you don't need those things because you have the physical tools. You got to put all of you got to put it together. Like Patrick Mahomes has the physical tools, but he also focuses on the fine details too. That a you know, Ken Dorsey type of quarterback who was at Miami who didn't have the big arm, mm. but he did everything else well. Or um, what was a Boise State quarterback, the, uh, the, 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 the lefty? Golly. Uh, but anyways. Oh, Kellen Mond? Ke- uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Um, so, like, Joe just has to mentally have the mentality of a guy that doesn't have the physical tools, and I think he'll be – you know, he'll be a really good quarterback. He has to take the pre-snap stuff, post-snap stuff serious. Uh, he has to be great with the preparation. He has to be great with uh, all the other stuff that comes with, with being a quarterback, just not throwing and running the ball. Yeah. No, I, there's not four or five quarterbacks that have the physical tools that Joe Milton has nope. in the country. Nope. And nope. if he puts it together, I mean, he could – I'm not under – I'm not – I don't think I'm under underselling this. He could be our Taj Boyd. I mean, he could be the the guy that gets this program 
what Taj Boyd was to Clemson, he can kind of be that for us in terms of because you got to have great quarterback play. He could elevate this program uh, to levels that maybe other quarterbacks couldn't because he's he's got physical gifts that few have. And if he can put it together, he could really help elevate this program and get it back on track. Yeah, 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 Jay. I mean, I I like the Taj Boyd uh, comparison as far as like being being the bridge to the next list of or long line of really good quarterbacks. Um, I, I like I like that. All right, let's go back to the phones. C Mac, C Mac. Good morning, man. It's Uncle C Mac this morning. Uncle C Mac. Yes. Your brother and your uh, sister had a had a baby. Uh, that sounds like some Alabama type ish right there. Brother or sister? Your brother or all your sister? Sisters. All all of my sisters have children. I happen to be taking care of. Uh, my first nephew, uh, uh, and my youngest nephew, who happens to be a grandman. Hey, hey, tell your nephew to be quiet. We trying to do a show. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I can't. Like that. That's a grown, that's a grown a man right there. A grown a man. Um, who boy? It's Thursday, right? It's Thursday. Correct. I think so. Man, week almost over. Game Saturday, exciting, exciting. I, I, I'm pulling a, a David in Daytona this morning. I totally forgot why I called him. Uh, I guess uh, on a couple of fronts, ain't no way that Neil Mocking could be related to, to Andy because we all know he's the son of Titansville. But it was good hearing, you know, his backstory on how he deboed you for a, you know a box of popcorn. Uh, yeah, his story. Real good story. Real good story. Uh, no, man, it's been a it's been a great week. I, I didn't have a chance to to call in and say uh, how impressed I was with the show on Tuesday. Um, I, I thought uh, the way the way you and Brent uh, handled those conversations um, uh, with with Baron and, and Maeve, I thought that was a really really great conversation. And uh, it sparked this thought in my mind. Um, Kate, Kate uh, excuse me. Yeah, it was, it was Kate. Kate's going to be coming out after this season, right? Yeah, more than likely. He doesn't have a choice. More he's likely. a senior. Well, I guess he can right. take advantage of the free year. But he's a senior anyways. Um, when I was listening to the way he was answering a lot of your questions, the only thing that popped in my mind is, is this not like just giving him – more uh, verbal exercises, more reps for when he's going through that draft combine process, and he has to do those interviews. Yeah, anytime you, I think anytime you do interviews like that, and, and you're talking about yourself outside of football, it, it helps you because a lot of those conversations will be about the person you are outside mm-hmm. of football and what drives you, what motivates you, what you know, what pushes you, you know. Um, that's that's they want to know you uh, as a person because they're getting ready to invest a lot of money into you, so they want to make sure they can trust you. So yeah, man, I think it's only preparing Kate Mays for that. Absolutely. I, look, look at look at how you know. Bless you, Jaden. Bless you. Look look how look how. Man, get him some tussle and tell him to be quiet. Oh my God! Is this C Mac or Dave Tona? <laughs> Shut up. Um. Look how Swain is helping us get back uh, 
get, get back right in the NFL draft, bless you, um, and uh, help our players, you know, cultivate their talent on and off the field. Proud of you. One last thing before I go and these children wreck the rest of my morning. Um, the thing, you, but for what? The, the for what uh, about Dwayne Lee Chapman? Oh, yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, there's only two, you know, black folks in Colorado, me and Big Shot Rob. <laughs> we ain't friends with that dude. So uh, he lying. He lying. <laughs> man, y'all have a good day, and I'll holler at y'all later. See you, man. See you. See ya. Dave Tony, I mean, C Mac. Yeah, you're right. Tonight, 8 p.m. Uh, Tennessee Football Twitter account just posted uh, the documentary, the short film, Johnny Majors, straight ahead. We'll be playing at 8 p.m. on Tennessee Football's YouTube account and Facebook account. And uh, it's, it's so amazing because the time that VFL Films didn't have to put together this documentary and how great it is is truly remarkable, man. This is why VFL Films are the best in the business. Like, they didn't really have a lot of time to put this thing together. And it is as if they had years and years to put it together. VFL Films, whoo, they are fantastic. So you'll see why if you forgot. If you, if you, if you need a reminder, I remember watching the Johnny Majors uh, special when it was live there on SC Network. And I thought that exact same thing. I was like, my goodness, how do they put this together so fast? Check it out. 8 p.m., Tennessee Football's Facebook and uh, YouTube page. They'll be playing straight ahead. I like Johnny Majors this weekend. Johnny Majors, classic Tennessee and Pittsburgh. We will go back to the text box. Also, we'll take a look at our comments from our video uh, feed. 865-255-03 is our telephone number to the Iris Networks hotline. Swain Event, be right back. Three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. 
Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market. And from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go Vols. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. 
Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Home service problems occur even at the most inconvenient times, like during a health crisis. And Hiller is always here to help you 24-7. As people are social distancing and staying at home on workdays, it's an easier time to take care of home maintenance items that you feel are necessary. And we've put new safety precautions in place, like wearing gloves, avoiding physical contact, new sanitation protocols, and limiting time in your home. We're here for you. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Johnny Majors Classic. Johnny Majors Classic. Mm. It's going to be emotional for a lot of Tennessee fans, a lot of Pittsburgh's fan, a lot of Pittsburgh fans to kind of relive the Johnny Majors days and reminisce and think about when he's here with us. It's going to be a special day for sure. It'd be even better if Tennessee wins this football game. Uh, right quick before we go to the phones, Charles Davis's quote yesterday about Coach Major saying that Pittsburgh was, was family, but Tennessee was blood. Everybody got that so like, except one guy on Twitter. <laughs> one guy on Twitter. There's always There's one. There's always one, man. He didn't get it. He did not get it. After the break, I'll t- I t- I tell, tell you what he said, man. It was hilarious. I was like, really? You, you, you didn't get that? You really didn't get that? Uh, let's go to the phones. And Mike is calling us from North Georgia. Mike, good morning. Good morning, brothers. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Hey, I'm good, but I'm getting a little bit fired up. I cannot lie. Um, number one, well, a few things to start off. Absolutely killer show yesterday. Uh, my nose is actually still stopped up, though, from the attaboy today. Uh, that got the eye sweating, as Turkey Man would say. That was absolutely stellar on the part of the anonymous giver and uh, on you guys for identifying the, the folks to give that ticket to. Absolutely great job on that. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that, man. That story hits home for me. You know, watching games with the grandparents growing up, my dad and grandparents and everybody, you know, it's a family affair. Uh, kind of like we've talked about all this week with Majors and Charles Davis comments and everything. It's just Tennessee football is a family affair for sure. So that really hit home and absolutely great job. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. But the reason I'm fired up, I'm going to the game Saturday. 
you know, the nerves are already starting to hit on a Thursday. Well, the nerves have been hitting for about a few weeks, you know, going to the game, hoping we see a win and everything. What's really getting to me is what you've been talking about. What You know, what you guys have been talking about is the quarterback nonsense. You know, I've been sitting here thinking about it. We, we've got what should be the best quarterback coach, coaching with the staff since, in my mind, Kiffin and Chaney, when they were working together, when Chaney was, you know, coaching up Todd Brady. Now, the, the best quarterback play that we've got was obviously Dobbs. Mm-hmm. But as far as quarterback coaching, mm-hmm. it's got to be Kiffin and Chaney in my mind. Would you guys agree? Uh, I would 1,000% agree. Spot on. That's my opinion. It, it just it just feels like we went from a place this offseason where we were like, you know, this this transition could take time. This offense is unique. The the roster is in a you know a bit of a tricky spot with what we lost. It just feels like we went from that standpoint to like blazing fire and hot takes and Milton can't do it in a matter of you know sixty minutes game time last week and it is one game. Well, I think what needs to happen is kind of the same thing that happened with with Danny White. Remember, Danny White came in here and super qualified and you know had one comment and. You know, people overreacted to it uh, greatly, but it took Danny White to make a couple moves where he listened to the fan base at the block party. Uh, some of the moves that he's made, people are like, "Oh, oh, okay, yeah, we we got we got ourselves an AD. He 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 might be the one." So you haven't really heard anybody talk about Danny White because he has shown in a couple um, instances that you know he he. He is better than what we had, and he quite possibly is the real deal. And I think Joe Milton will have to do the same. You got to think about this. And listen, I'm with you. Like, I, I think it's been way overboard in the critique of Joe Milton and, and jump to the conclusions. But I do like to put myself in the shoes of other folks that have different takes than me to kind of see how they feel. And I can understand a little bit of, of the PTSD because of the previous quarterback play. And until they see it, I think they're going to be like that. Joe Milton has a perfect opportunity this weekend, just like Danny White did, uh, when he started to answer some of the critics and, and putting things in place and doing things. Joe has an opportunity right now to answer the critics. So um, we are a little, little, little battered as a fan base, especially watching quarterback play. Uh, they overreacted for sure in the first game. But hopefully this game, Mike, Joe put some of those critics, um, you know, he silenced some of those critics. I hope he does. Hey, amen, brother. I'm glad you said that because, you know, I'm so fired up, I kind of forgot what I, where I was going. But where I was going was, we, you know, <laughs> we've got the best quarterback coaching tandems that we've had in 10 years. I mean, in, in my mind, with, without a question. Yes, so, I agree. Um, I, I, you're, and you're 100% correct. You know, Joe Milton can come out and – he can really have a breakout performance. I mean, you know, there's really no telling what could happen. He could, he could, you know, lay an egg. I just don't – I'm just not going to jump to that conclusion based on one game. And, you know, I trust the staff as far as picking Milton. I mean, his, his skills are obvious. His, his ability is through the roof. So, I'm glad you said that. And uh, it's great to talk to you guys. You know, I'm fired up, ready to be at the game Saturday. But I'll hop off here and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend. Okay, thank you so much. I think I, I think you roll like this too, Ben. But this is how I roll. Like I believe in people until they give me a reason not to. Yep, I do it to a fault. But like, if 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 you do if you're the opposite, it will still be a fault. Like if you don't believe in someone, 
and you think the worst of them until they they prove you right, then that's you know that's that's to a fault too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I just if I'm gonna be on one side of the pendulum, I would rather be on the side where I believe in you and you know I I trust you until you give me a reason not to. Now I'm not saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave my my car unlocked and my house unlocked or something like that, but like I think you should like. Um, Josh Heupel has proven that he he has earned the right to develop quarterbacks and work with a quarterback and help a quarterback adjust from game one to game two until he doesn't. Mike Eckler said it last night. Everywhere Josh Heupel has been, he has developed quarterbacks. Yeah, so that, it's, it's that, PTSD, it, man. It, it is. It, it is. And there were some similar traits to the former quarterback that, that Joe displayed in his debut. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the the wide-open receivers that he, he was not seeing down the field, that, that felt very similar. In that and, case, then everybody's like is like is like that because the quarterbacks miss receivers. They miss receivers sometimes. Yeah, but it was over the top. Missing far too many. Okay. The, the the good ones are not missing as as many as were missed okay. in in the opener is I, at least the way I view it. Okay, I got you in, in my head. No not, disagreement. Not, not saying that Joe is Jarrett. Not trying to say that at all. But I'm I'm speaking to the PTSD. Just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that there there were some similar errors to the previous quarterback. That that's why I think the PTSD uh, exists and, and why people jumped off so so quickly. But again, I'm I'm with you. I'm with I'm with Mike. Like. Josh Heupel has has proven to develop quarterbacks, so I, I think he he deserves some grace in that. Rodney and all sales right on, on the text box. Is that what she was pointing to? I was pointing. Oh, you to pointing to Tina. Tina's message because she wants to come sit down and uh, and watch you during the pregame. Uh, ten thirty. So we are an hour and a half before the game. So ten thirty, it'd be uh, John Wilkerson, uh, Brent Hubbs. Um, this week, Will Overstreet, and then myself. Very nice. I may have to stop by and say hello. I, I'm I might gonna, follow I'm you. Gonna, I might follow you this week into the press box. Bro. You, you said that last week, and you well, bailed at the last second. Well, I mean, I got, and I got it, great tickets. I got you know invited to, to sit up in the box. You want to hear something cool? Yes, I do. I like cool things. The popcorn in our press box is great too. Hmm. I'm gonna come uh, up behind you and and talk to you like Casey did. You gonna you gonna don't don't butch Jones me now. Uh, I'm not gonna come up from behind and spoon you like you did Derek Mason <laughs> yeah, at no. fifty. I thought that's what you was talking about. Don't butch nah. don't butch Jones me now. Don't do that. Nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. But but I do agree with Rodney's message on the text box as well. If Milton does not show this weekend, the fan base will eat him alive. That will one thousand percent happen. I mean, it kind of happened in in the Bowling Green yep, game yep. to a certain extent. So yep. if it happens against Pittsburgh and uh, we, I mean, this game truly swings Tennessee season, in my opinion. Truly does. I mean, very important. Three and zero with a win over Pitt under your belt going going to Florida is a much different feeling than two and one because you beat up on two cupcakes and yep. it didn't look good against uh, a formidable opponent. Let me let me share with you. Yes, please what do. Per- what this person said. Um, Am I going to be surprised? Yes, you're going to be surprised. I mean, this person doesn't follow me. He just, I don't know, maybe he saw a bunch of retweets and hit his timeline, something like that. But 
So yesterday I posted the uh, the clip of our interview with Charles Davis, mm-hmm. and um, I used a quote: "Pitt was family, and Tennessee was blood." Is what Charles Davis said about Johnny Majors and how he feels about you know Pitt and Tennessee, and literally everyone understood what that meant, except this person. This person says, isn't that the same thing with the eye roll emoji? And I was like, all your family members' blood? He's like, um, yes, that's a typical component of being family. Uh, Captain literal. Wow. Wow. No, because that's not even true. All family's not blood. Because you have... The moment you got married, Ben, you were added to another family. Savannah side of family. They not blood. True. Your blood is your sister, your mama. You know, if you had a brother, it'd be your brother, your dad, your your grandparent. That's that's blood. That's well, you, blood. That's you, the difference between blood and just family. Like, right. I got family, but they not blood. That's yeah. what Charles Davis was saying. Yep. There's family and there's blood. Like, I look at you, you family. Mm-hmm. I got f- friends I look at more as family members than I have family members I look at more than family members. But that's family. Blood is blood. That's your kids. That's your brother. That's your mama. That's that's your grandparents. And I was like, yo, you, 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 you don't understand that? Is that, that's, that's a problem? Like, you confused? Yeah. You confused? Just like, uh. My uh, my grandpa on my mom's side isn't technically blood because uh, my mom's biological dad died when she was thirteen, and my grandma remarried. So my my Paul is technically not my blood grand grandfather, but he, he is in, in my eyes. Hey man, you got, a, he he is my grandpa. You got no, hey, no bones about it. You got hey, you got some folks who technically he's not blood. You got some folks who family members. That are not blood, you have a stronger bond, bond, uh, bond to than family members who are blood. Like, but the the point Charles was trying to make was that it's just it's just different for Johnny Majors because he was born here, he grew up here, went to school here, he played here. It's just it's just different. So, uh, but you know how folks on social media is, man. They 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 try to outthink the room and make themselves look silly. That's what this this what this young gentleman did. Mm-mm-mm. Think before you tweet. Yeah, man. Evil's right. Says he said all blood is family. That's right. That's right. That's right. For sure. So, anyways, um, can I catch a replay of of all calls? I have no idea. I thought I think they up on uh, I think they up on UT Sports. They should be because that's a Vault Network production. And our show from uh, the Big Orange Hot Hotline, Big, Big Orange Countdown, pregame show before the Bowling Green game, it's up on UT Sports too. So I would check there. I would check there. Uh, let me hit up our comments from our video stream today. Mm-mm-mm. Pam, good morning. Sean Reed, good morning. Uh, Terry says, I believe Jalen Hyatt will have a big game. 
Needs uh, to. Caleb says, could the reason that smoking Joe Milton was hold, holding the ball a few seconds longer uh, be because of trust and chemistry with the available receivers? Love smoking Joe. He's going to be the truth. No, it's just processing information quick. You know, that's, I, I think that's what it comes down to. I don't think it has anything to do with trust and chemistry. Um, I mean, <clears throat> if you see a guy wide open, you, I would hope that trust is not an issue to throw in a football. Uh, I look at that more as just, you know, being able to you know, just process the information quickly, see quick and react quick. Uh, let me keep it going. Danny, good morning. Uh, Melissa says, so Pitts coach thinks we can't pack the stadium. Let's show him. Vol Nation, pack the stadium Saturday. I love it, man. I love that the coach's words basically got twisted so much that now people are saying that the coach said that he didn't think that the that Neil Stadium can be packed. It's not the truth. He didn't say that. But I'm not going. I'm not going to defend him. Yeah, he said that Tennessee fans are ugly. You stink. That you're not smart. He said all those things. You should show up and, and and tell them off. That's what you should do. Well, of course, Twitter had a fake quote going around yesterday. Oh, I know. I, know. I think that's what Melissa's talking about. Taking it and and <laughs> running with it. It's a fake quote. Uh, our guy, Ramon Foster, fueled that fire on, on purpose. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> which, was, which is hilarious because there are a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans that follow Ramon. Oh. Also, pit fans. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ramon made it clear he was joking. I wasn't about to correct him. I wasn't correcting anybody. Ramon made it clear that he was joking. So hopefully, pit fans caught on. He wasn't joking. He pressed it after the fact. <laughs> y'all, y'all got to watch these fake Twitter accounts. It's the same ones every time. They fall too. forward every time, man. Same, same ones. They fall every forward time. every time. It's so obvious that they're fake too. Yeah, pit coach says that y'all ugly and your breath stinks and you're dumb. Ex- exactly. Oh, you, you're a southerner. Oh, you stupid blankety blankety blank. That's what the pit coach said. Pat Narduzzi. I heard it. I heard it, I heard it first thing. <laughs> Tweeting out a, a a comment from the team meeting that morning. Like somebody in Knoxville found out the the first thing Pat Narduzzi said in a team meeting that morning. Come on. Oh, man. Uh, Justin says, did you notice Milton got irritated with the fans booing? Uh, no, the fans were booing because we sat on the ball the, uh, the first half. Uh, we didn't try to go and be aggressive and put up any points. We we let the clock ran and didn't try to go score. That's why the fans booed. So but I, I did notice like Joe Milton having a reaction and Darnell Wright coming over to, to Joe and being like, hey. Because he like, probably thought they were – That's probably because he thought they were booing him, which, you know – that means he was aware that he wasn't playing the way he should have been playing, and he must have thought that they were booing him. Now, maybe he got booed in Michigan, but that's not why the fans were booing. They were booing Josh Heupel. That's who they were booing. For not putting the foot on the gas. That's who they were booing. But I liked seeing Darnell Wright come over to, to Joe and kind yeah, of talk yeah. to him and say, hey, let, let's not do that. Yeah, it was a misunderstanding for sure. You know, what Joe thought is not, not why they were booing. And, um, yeah, you know – I I wanted to see Josh go go and be a little bit more aggressive in that in that uh, in that situation, but I'm not gonna boo the person if they don't. So, but y'all, I mean, I I want to beat people's heads in. I want to score seventy to nothing. I'm just not. A I'm guy all that all gas, boos. no breaks. 
do you boo during the game? Like Dude, I, I, barely, I, I barely even talk. I, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. You and I are the same way. <laughs> I barely even talk during the game. Of how we watch games, we we like to watch and study the game rather than talk and socialize during the game. But I, I don't, I don't boo really. Even when I was going as as a fan, now I, I boo when the other team runs out of the tunnel. I boo pregame basketball when the starting lineup's being announced. <laughs> But uh, during the game, unless a ref makes a bad call, I, I don't, I don't boo. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't just not my personality. I barely, I barely talk. I barely talk. Wow, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. That's the signal that it is time to shut up. It's time to cut these mics off. It's time to post these podcasts. It's time to get on about the day, our day, your day. If you're listening. We always appreciate the time. Um, podcast numbers have been been insane. So, you know, we've hit some record highs. Just thank you. Uh, the show is growing. Thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for listening, telling your friends. Uh, it means the world to us. Uh, we'll keep this thing going. You know, we want to bring bring the best for you each and every day. Uh, tomorrow we'll have um, Jeff Francis will join us. Jeff Francis played quarterback here, played for Coach Majors. So Jeff Francis will join us in the morning. Looking forward to, to Jeff. He used to be the sideline reporter at Vol, Vol Network for, for Tennessee games. And so uh, can't wait to talk about him, but the quarterback position, his time in Tennessee, playing for Coach Majors. It's going to be great. So Jeff Francis will join us tomorrow here on the Swain event. For Ben McKee, I am Jason Swain. We hope you have a great day. Same time tomorrow. Swain events fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Peace and love. <laughs>